I'm your host, Rufi Castro, and welcome to the Epicenter Fresno podcast. Praise the Lord and welcome back, my friends. We are very excited that we are back with you this week. We didn't upload a podcast episode last week as last week was Shavuot and we actually had our Shavuot celebration there at Epicenter. But we are back this week and we thank the Lord for allowing us to be here. As always, I will encourage you if you have not listened to the complete message for this particular podcast, please go to our website www.epicenterfresno.com and there you will find all of the links to all of our social media and I encourage you to listen to the complete message as it will help you understand what we're talking about in this podcast. This message was originally preached on April 9th, 2023 on the day that is traditionally Uh, known as uh, Resurrection Sunday. I decided to entitle this message, My Sunday is Coming, and it being on uh, the Sunday that traditionally uh, we celebrate Resurrection Sunday, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I found it uh, important to touch on the aspect of the resurrection, obviously, but what that means to us And we did it a little different because we didn't touch on the salvation portion of it. We didn't touch on the redemption of sin portion of it. Due to the fact that that's usually what's touched on traditionally, we decided to go a different route. And what we were discussing in the message is that as human beings, as believers, we do go through very difficult times. And we use as an example the disciples of Jesus Christ. When our Lord and Savior was arrested and crucified, we do read in Scripture that the disciples decided to go back and do what they used to do, which in their case was fishing. One of the reasons that we tend to go back to our old lifestyle when situations get tough is because we no longer feel that we are in control and the situation has become uncomfortable. So with the disciples seeing their rabbi, their Lord and Savior, be crucified and then seeing him be buried, it it instilled a lot of fear inside of them. For three and a half years that had been walking with him, eating with him, learning from him, seeing the miracles that he had brought forth, there was a sense of protection. As long as we're walking with Jesus, we're okay. As long as, you know, uh, he's going to provide. As long as we're with him, things will be okay. But when you take away that security blanket, if you will, they did what a lot of us would do. They got scared and they went back to their old way of living. Now understand that it does not mean that they did not love our Lord and Savior. It doesn't mean that at all. 
what it means is that they felt that they were no longer in control of the situation. And if the Romans were able to do that to the Messiah, who is the king of the world, then the question would have to be asked, what are the Romans capable of doing to the disciples? And brothers and sisters, we are like that many times. When the situation gets tough in our life, um, we tend to act a little different. While everything is going well or the issues that we're facing are minor, uh, we still worship the Lord and we still congregate and we still love one another and we still fellowship with one another and our faith in the Lord is strong. But sometimes situations come into our lives or we face certain decisions, there's certain choices that we have to make that end up shaking the very foundation which we stand upon. So uh, just to use as an example, um, something that a lot of people have have felt is uh, church hurt, right? Church hurt. Anyone who's listening to this episode, if you've ever experienced church hurt, you're going to be able to relate to what I'm going to say. Those that haven't, uh, the Lord bless you because he has kept you from your heart. Uh, he's kept you from a broken heart. When you experience church hurt or relationship hurt, it, it crushes you to your very soul because the individuals that you have made a covenant with as brothers and sisters or in a relationship, maybe a marriage, the individual or individuals you made a covenant relationship with, they've broken that relationship. And what ends up happening is that the one that ends up getting hurt is you. And when you get hurt, you tend to think that everything that you had lived up to that point in that relationship, either with, with that congregation or, or with that spouse, you tend to believe that it was all a lie. And you tend to believe that it was wasted time. That was, you know, five years of my life that I wasted in this particular relationship, or that was 10 years of my life I wasted in that particular congregation, things of that nature. And because we no longer feel like we are in control, many times our brothers and sisters will leave the Lord. Um, and it, there's a difference, understand what I'm going to say, there's a difference between leaving a congregation and, and, and finding somewhere else to congregate versus leaving a congregation and just not assembling with anybody anymore. There's, there's a huge uh, difference. When we find another congregation, then great, you know, praise the Lord, because you're still seeking, you're still looking, uh, even though those that hurt you would probably um, not see it that way. But when we decide to, we're just not going to follow the Lord anymore because everyone is the same. All relationships are hypocritical. Everyone is looking out for their own selves. When we have that kind of mentality, then we literally go back to live life the way it was. Now, understand that the disciples seeing their master be crucified and seeing their master be placed in the grave, you do have the fear of the Romans coming after them. But as human beings, you feel like this journey that you've been on is over. 
there's nothing else that we could possibly do. And it seems like in the middle of the pain and anguish that they were going through, they had forgotten about the words that the master spoke. And he he said these words, and he was actually speaking to uh, the Pharisees when he said uh, they were asking him for a sign. And he replied to them and said, um, this is the sign I'm going to give you. Just like Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth for three days. And obviously, if we know the story of Jonah, we know that that great fish vomited him out or spit him out after three days. So even though the master had said these words, the anguish that the disciples were were facing and the fear that they were facing, the brokenheartedness that they were facing, it was a lot. So they decided to, so they decided to go back to their regular lives or the lives they lived before being called by the master. And sometimes, like I said, this happens to us. What we have to understand is that the Lord had placed a divine appointment. And what that means is that the Lord had told him in three days that he was going to rise. He was going to resurrect. Something was going to happen in three days. And here's the thing with God. When God sets an appointed time, when he sets an appointment, if you will, whether I'm there or whether I'm not there, God is going to do what he's going to do. So when we think of this story, the men are fishing. And the Bible says that early on the first day of the week that uh, the women uh, went to the tomb. Now, they were taking spices. They were going to anoint uh, the body uh, of our Lord and Savior. And um, whether they believed or thought that he was going to resurrect or not, it, you know, it, it really didn't matter. And I'm going to tell you why it didn't matter, because they decided to show up to this appointment. Think about that. When you set, a, set an appointment with someone at Starbucks and you don't know if they're going to show up or not, you show up because you were the one that set the appointment. They were showing up to anoint the body of our Lord and Savior At the same time, it happened to be the same time, that appointed time that the Lord had set in eternity past. So the women show up, and the Bible says, depending on which gospel you're reading, there was an angel, there were two angels, but they basically tell the women, you know, that the master's no longer there. And they ask, why do you seek among the dead he that lives? Now, I want to pause right there because you have the disciples You have Peter, James, John, Andrew, and just you can name the rest of them who had walked with the Lord for three and a half years. Not that the women had not. I'm not saying that. But you have these men that we hold in high esteems uh, as, you know, the disciples of the Lord. They didn't show up. They weren't there. They heard the news actually from the women who came back from the tomb to let them know that our Lord and Savior had resurrected. So here's what I'm trying to get at in in your personal life. I know things get tough and I know things get hard, but there is a Sunday that is coming your way. What I'm trying to say by that, I'm not saying the Sunday like next week. I'm not talking about a that specific day of the week. What I'm trying to say is that there are promises that the Lord has placed in your heart. There have been people that have spoken the word of God into your life. 
And the Bible says, weeping may endureth for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So I want to encourage you, regardless of what happens in your life, what regardless of what happens in your relationship with people, in your relationship with the congregation that you're at, it, it, it doesn't matter. And I know that some of you may be feeling a little down. Some of you may be feeling a little depressed because things aren't working out. I encourage you to hold on tight because your Sunday, it's on his way. And when your Sunday shows up, those things that the enemy tried to steal from you, those things that the enemy tried to destroy, those things are going to be risen up by the power of the Holy Ghost and the joy of your salvation will be restored to you once again. So brothers and sisters, I encourage you, hold on. Morning time is coming, your Sunday is coming, and you will see the glory of the Lord in your life. Don't forget to check out our website at epicenterfresno.com, where you will find links to our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, and our Instagram.